Hello race fans, this is Paul from the future here. I'm just going to give you a pre-intro explanation, it's all the cool podcasts are doing these days. But for those who have just found this podcast completely blank, let me just explain to you what we do. We are a live reactions podcast now, so we are at the Hennessy's Bar in Birmingham during the Monaco Grand Prix 2018. We basically sat there and reacted to the race as it happened. So what you're going to hear now is the proper intro. This doesn't count. This is the pre-intro intro, if that makes sense. We started when the sting, the new Liberty Media sting starts, which indicates 10 minutes to go to the start of the race. So we started then. There'll be a little discussion. You can laugh at our predictions for an exciting race. Uh, and then in a change to podcast previous, those long-term fans who have rediscovered us, and you're very welcome to rediscover us, and please do come back if you were a live attender. But anyway... Um, What's different now is we're trying to be the TV burp or at least one of them YouTube watch with mother sort of reaction things like Gogglebox but for Formula One. Yeah, that makes sense to UK viewers anyway. So we've got some live reactions to events as they happen. So you'll hear stuff like the Fernando Alonso retirement, Max Verstappen's uh, fight through the field and a couple of his overtakes. Uh, obviously the big crash between the Selba and the Tower Rosso and the various other things that happen in the race, the safety cars, the pit stops, they'll all be live reacted to as the race happens. So we're not planning what we're saying. We're not sitting writing stuff and going, oh, this will be great. We're just reacting to stuff as it happens, if you can say that anymore these days. Just to inform you a little bit of the changes to the podcast, if you were a long-term listener, and uh, I think that's enough uh, waffle from me now. So without further ado, apart from the ado we've already furthered, uh, we'll get on with the podcast. But please do join us in the future. The next race will be obviously Canada, uh, in about a week's time from the time of this podcast being released. So uh, we'll probably be back at Hennessy's for that, about 7pm or 7.10 it is these days, to watch that race. And uh, do follow at Formula Podcast for more information. Thank you. Let's get on with it. Hello and welcome to Hennessy's Bar here in Digbeth on the outskirts of the city centre of Birmingham. My name is Paul Hadsley, you're listening to the Formula Podcast, uh, the actual genuine article. Now we're actually here ready and waiting to watch the Monaco Grand Prix. In about five minutes time they'll be taken to the grid and starting the race. So we haven't got long, so let's build up to the race and uh, alongside me is Andrew Miller. Hello Miller. Hi Paul, it's going to be a good race this weekend isn't it? Well yes, there's a tinge of excitement in the air with uh, the tyre strategy and Max Verstappen at the back of the grid and various things. If you watched a lot of the support races, they've all been decent. So yeah, I think we're going to get an interesting race, if not an out and out exciting one. Uh, it's going to be strate strategically, if I could say that, exciting. Uh, I think if F2 is anything to go by, there could be quite a bit of excitement to come. Yeah. Because we've had uh, we had a couple of thrillers in the F2. So, so you know, sometimes that relates into the race, like especially in Valencia 2010 when yeah. there was the, there was several flips. <laughs> One. <laughs> I'm saying that's going to happen this weekend. <laughs> One before Weber, yeah, I see what you mean. So you look to GP, not GP2, Formula 2, I'm still stuck in the past, uh, to give us a little pointer. Yeah, and, and there was Formula Renault out there as well. There's a lot of, uh, even the Formula 1 practice sessions have been more exciting than most. Okay, because it's Monaco and people crash and the barriers are right there. So, I mean, we could just be setting ourselves up for a four we never know but 
We're hoping. We, we live in hope. Max Verstappen was saying he was going to push as hard as he could Saturday morning, and uh, yeah. yeah, that led to a bit of excitement. So let's hope he's pushing this hard today. I mean, how many more crashes can he have in a season? That's the question. Well, one know, more today, anyway. There's a record, and it's held by Mr. Maldonado, I'm sure. <laughs> and I think you know, Max Verstappen is still a young guy. He's he's got to fight for it, but I think he'll get there. I guess he's lucky he's in Red Bull because if he's, he was in Haas or Force India or especially Williams, they'd be out of business by now. Or if his name was Daniel Kvyat. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's not given. He's not given any uh, short trip. But yeah, that's. Uh, Force it. What? Point. Oh, he's happy now. He's happy. Anyway, yes. So uh, that's a good point to look at. Williams not having the best of seasons. Fernando starts seventh. What can he salvage from today? Look to him to charge hard. And speaking of, it was good to see. You know, we had the the pageantry at the start of the yeah. race. We had the grid girls back because it's Monaco, and they they live by their own rules. <laughs> yo, yeah, they get the grid girls. They direct their own TV. They do what they want. But strange enough, they still kept kept the uh, the grid kids. You know, Sorokin, Leclerc, Stroll. They were all out in force. Those grid kids today. So uh, <laughs> see how they yeah. do that on the track today. I think the main thrust of my if it's a good race or not. I think the main thrust of my believing if it's a good race will be how well it's directed by the TV and it might be a really good race and it's still directed badly and it seems boring so yeah, you can only watch what you see can't yeah. you I guess but um, today I think we're going to see some interesting strategy on this on the tyres because as an early safety car could really neutralise this race as it were give everybody a free pit stop because these ultra softs it's a bit of a venture into the unknown and I like it when Pirelli does this and they say let's do this with the tyres this yeah. weekend yes. so that could be interesting because everybody behind them is on the the slower tyres so it depends can they build that gap is that tyre quick enough and can they make it last long enough we've seen Vettel make tyres last incredibly long but Monaco's different I've seen it in the past I mean I think I talked about Formula 2 but I think it was called GP2 back then when someone in their field their version of a Haas or a Force India or even further back everyone done their pit stops they just waited out hoping for a virtual safety car the virtual safety car did come out they got a free pit stop and won so oh we're heading on half an advert break now so not long to go before the start of the race the last advert break for the it's Channel 4 viewers last cigarette in if you, if you may but if you, uh, obviously smoking's bad folks I'd like to see the statistics after like cup finals they say like you know the toilets are flushed this amount of times and it causes this amount of problem on the, and the kettles are put on yeah, and it causes I this amount of problem for the national grid I get the feeling you do enjoy that I do like to hear about that but also for Formula 1 does it have any kind of blip on the radar or is it just everyone going for a toilet and a kettle now quickly get the tea on I don't know because it's an international audience so it's a lot harder to gauge because you'd have to get data from all over the world wouldn't you on channel 4 anywhere <laughs> it's meant channel 4 but okay yes yeah, so here we go then only two or three minutes to go but yeah so we're hoping it's directed well we're hoping I mean I'm still a fan of Verstappen I still think you know he's just shaking a lot of his inexperience out of his system so I'm hoping for a good result for him today to turn it around not literally as a new regular feature go on when is it going to be Max Verstappen <laughs> so this race I've got lap 12 uh, is going to tag it coming out of the tunnel and he's going to end up taking that Grosjean with him because uh, it just seems like he's got a magnet on his car. So it's okay. it's all good, yeah. I'm going to go for he's going to get, like, eighth place. Eighth place. That's my max for stop and bang. If he does crash, I think it'll be on, uh, let's say, lap 24. This is the thing. Any, any more than that? Is he gonna, who's he gonna, <laughs> is he going to collide with? Uh, he'll be racing with some at that point. So let's say, I think he'll collide with, and they'll both be coming through the field, so he'll collide with Carlos Sainz. Okay, Carlos Sainz in 10th already yeah. at the start. But there'll be, so there'll be pitch strategy. There'll right, be pitch strategy, down. so who knows? There'll be cars dropping out of sequence, so Sainz might drop down, Max might wait for his pit start. I don't even know, what tyres is Max uh, running, do we know? Uh, probably... 
the longest. I'll go fight. for the opposite strategy to everyone else. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. But the problem is, is that he needs to get past cars because that red ball can run at a really good pace. Yeah. But not if you're behind a slow car. Say like he has done it. As I said, off uh, air, as we keep referencing to, he has done it in the past when he was in the Toro Rosso. He waited for the leaders to lap him, and then he just followed Lewis. I think it was, and and followed people that were letting Lewis through. This is the thing about Monaco, though, is that. Any other track, you would say Max Verstappen stands a good chance of finishing sixth from the back of the grid. Yeah. This is Monaco. Yeah. This is completely different. What and safety cars, strategies, anything can play a part. I said eighth, gonna... so that's the difference in Monaco. Yeah, we're not going to see any rain. <laughs> but Aww. he's uh, the thing I worry he's going to be pushing too hard to get through and is that mean he's going to tag some people? Is he, I mean, yeah. him versus Ericsson, that's going to oh. be a battle, isn't it? Come on. Is he going to get near Kevin Magnussen? I, I actually can't. Sorry, that's what I meant. Oh, yeah, him, and, him and, yeah, well, him and Mag- Ericsson also, yeah. yeah. But, but, and Magnus, and that's going to be one hell of a battle. Or Grosjean. Any of them. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, or Lance Stroll. Oh, that's, that does worry me, actually, Lance Stroll. Anyway, fix it, fix it now. Anyway, so we are riding on with Max now at the back of the field. He's coming up towards Vascas, my favourite name corner, apart from Puan. Vascas and Puan are my two favourite names of corners. No, I like Curva Grande because it just means big corner. <laughs> Uh, beautifully named. Uh, this is the last time to do this. At Donington Park, there's a Schwanz curve, which makes German people laugh. So you've got a lot of them on the, uh, the grid now, they are letting those tyres cool down. Yeah. So, so we'll yeah. be back in a few moments' time. Uh, there'll be a bit, of a bit of a pause, then we'll start analysing this. Uh, so enjoy. I say we'll enjoy this race, and you will uh, just have like a five-second pause. That's basically what's going to happen. Anyway, we're building up the, t- the tension and excitement. I'm excited, and Max Verstappen is taking his place now. The red lights are coming on, so here we go for the 2018 Monaco Grand Prix. Safe director, you could have noticed that earlier. Speaking of pit stops around here, let's have a little yeah. chat about. Um, Hang on, let's see where he comes out. I'll have a chat in a minute, and it's boring again. There's Vettel. There's Vettel, yeah, yeah. So, this is it, that's the race then? Yeah, you know. Oh. There's still a long way to go. The thing that always gets me about the Monaco Grand Prix is it's so long, 78 laps. Yeah. It's a long race. Yeah. But if they're that much quicker a lap, then, you know, knock off early. Are they going to have to start changing the... Um, Knock off early, but just throw the checker flag and go out. Do you reckon they... He's won, never mind. It's all about pit stops here, he's not going to get by, I'm going home. <laughs> why? Why why bother? <laughs> I'll just, just put in double what next saying time, with, boss. <laughs> why don't we just hand out the points after qualifying? <laughs> well, not, not quite, not quite. But if you're Hartley, you know, go and, uh, go and hit the shops early. <laughs> Out of the younger generation, then, who's your, uh, who's your pick? It's on the grid good, now or on the way in? It's good for France at the moment, yeah. with, the, with the young French drivers. Oh. Oh. No. No. No, 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 For the For the listeners who are listening at this point, this is Danny Ricciardo going very slowly, but like Bentley is six... Still, a second down on him. He could still do a Manson and Senna for the rest of the race. Oh, it's going to be in the tunnel, though, innit? 
Oh, this could be drama. This is pretty high risk. A slower car at Monaco is always dangerous as well because it could cause a terrible accident. Right, the tunnel's going to be the test. Is he going to just going to be driven by? Come on, Danny Rick. Is he up to speed again? Not the most exciting thing to give awards for, does it? Flag. What's that going to be? Uh, oh no, Alonso. Oh, oh no, Fernando's gone. Fernando Alonso is out of the race with smoking rear brakes. Was that an engine? It's a mechanical failure, he's pulled off on the start finish straight, annoyingly. It can't be an Alonso failure, no. surely, come on. No, but... Uh, well, that's his first retirement of the season, isn't it, for Alonso? Alonso should have gone to Indy. He might have had a better time of it. I'm going to have to interrupt you, Murray, but uh, there's a great battle on track. Two Renaults, Sainz, Hulkenberg and Verstappen. This is going to be scary. You want to hold them off if you're Renault, though, don't you? Uh, there must be a reason why Sainz is backing them up, and surely Team Orders are going to play. Oh, dear, they're in the chicane now. This is where he throws out the... Uh, yeah. This is where he bends it. Come on, Max, keep it under. Keep safety, it. <laughs> safety card, you want to get back in and turn the lights on, at least. Key in the ignition. Funnily enough, Paul, this is the battle for eight. <laughs> <laughs> yes, well, my, I should get down the bookmakers. Oh, dear. But surely, if, if the Sainz is in front and holding up his teammate to the point of backing him up into a Red Bull, surely they should just let him go, or are they going to play those team order games? Well, the problem is, if you let Hulkenberg go now, does Paul, yeah. uh, Verstappen, he's so close, will he get through on the, uh, on the bus as well? Where would you let them through? See no hairpin. Here we go, That's, there we go, it's going. They it's did happening. It. They did it. So they heard me. But here we go, uh, Verstappen had a little bit of an insight, he had a little bit of a look. Ladies and gentlemen, this race just got interested on about lap 56. <laughs> it took a while, but... Uh... It's what we were asking for, and I think it might be tyre-based, because I didn't see the Ultras and the Supersofts being a combination that would get you to the end. True. But what do you do? Do you just sort of say, well, we'll go at a lower pace for the last few laps? Uh, it's an interesting one. It's, this is where the intrigue comes into this race. And that's, what you do is stay out in the lead as long as you can and see if you can win. That's the, that's the only thing, tactic they have left. They can't so it won't for that little yeah. bar rain, doesn't it? But you can't put tyres on it, you'll lose position. If a safety car comes out, I, think, I still think now they'd stay out. I just don't see anything they can do, just hold on. It's a clinging on. Danny the cling on Ricciardo. And that could be a good thing because that could mean those tyres are going to go off. Verstappen's still trying to get through uh, in signs at the moment. Is he going to do Orlando Norris and knock him into the final corner? No. No. In a way. Yeah, this is very uh, Senna Mansell, isn't it? <laughs> is that the only battle it's ever had in here? I'm just pack checking uh, oh, what we're looking at. Oh, he nearly went to the last lap. He, whoa! That, to me, was. That's a penalty, isn't it? To the Venom, or to Matt, for pushing it. Well, we'll see what happens this lap. I think you get one. Everyone gets one. Everybody gets one. And then you cut the chicane once. Here we go, he's going for it again. Yeah. Coming out of the tunnel. Max this is alongside, going on the outside. He's going to go for it. He's yeah, done he's it. He's got him. He's going to run oh. across. Oh. That counts. I think that'll count. 
Max cut the chicane slightly. He did cut the chicane. Over that, the sh- that counts, I think. He tried to make. He actually slowed down. The stewards might have a look at that. But time-wise, he lost about three seconds. It's I think. Monaco, isn't it? Yeah. You know, to have somebody go past someone. An overtake. We should celebrate. There's actually been an overtake on track at Monaco. I'm Absolutely like, fantastic from the the outside. And he tried so Brave. hard. He made the corner. He, tried he to launched a little bit there. Yeah. I mean, like, let's hope he hasn't damaged his. Uh, last name, last name. <laughs> the graphics failed again. The graphic, I, I missed that. <laughs> last name over top last name. Did you not notice? <laughs> Tense race, Ricciardo. Not sure it was that good for us, the spectators, but it had its moments. And finally, Ricciardo has avenged 2016 in the wet and when he lost that race in a pit stop. He knew he came close to losing it. Apparently, maybe it was Team Radio Code. Maybe the it right was... man has won today. Yes. He was fastest in all three practice sessions, fastest in qualifying. Unbelievable. It's outstanding. Yes. I mean, he had the potentially the bit of the issue earlier on in the race and he's just managed it so perfectly that's what you've got to do around Monaco and hats off to I, I, I'm almost in tears at how good that race was that fantastic from Danny Rick and yeah that's the thing do we reckon he did have a problem it wasn't team radio code it was genuine issues or do you reckon it was like that was code for look after the tyres even more than we expected it's hard to say it's hard to say because he lost a lot of uh, time at one point but um, it didn't seem to affect his race that much to be honest and he probably could have done with losing that time and putting Vettel under a bit of pressure because once you follow in a car, you're getting in the dirty air and you don't want to be in dirty air about Monaco, so you drop a bit further back. So if that's dropped Vettel further and further back, that could have worked for him really well. So if you had another... I, hang on, let's, we just started recording this. Obviously, the race starts now at two, 10 past two. It's almost... It's five to four. If he hadn't had Renault engine problems, could we have been done and gone home by now? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. definitely. We have extended the race by about 10 minutes by, by look of it, but I surprisingly... So, yeah. I think they might need to start adding more laps, because especially as we have seen like lap records tumble yeah. this weekend, yeah. we might need... Uh, this 78 lap might become 80 laps <laughs> next season. You never know. Wow. You see? Who, who knows? But yeah, I mean, surprisingly for Monaco, a bit of a quiet race. In the end, just one virtual safety car. Well, I don't think I'd have bet that. We had bets before the race on Verstappen's finishing position, etc. And he ended up getting ninth, unfortunately for me, because I predicted eighth. I and predicted he wouldn't score any points and would, would uh, be gone by lap 12. Yeah. So, yeah, I think you won that one this week, Paul. <laughs> by one so place. I was one nil on Max Verstappen. <laughs> Yes, but uh, one virtual safety car for a bit of a stupid incident uh, at the end of the tunnel. Sauber uh, crashed out and it was just... Uh, Unbelievable, that's Charles Leclerc, um, st- yeah, the future of Formula One. Yes, 
He is going. Everyone makes mistakes. All these young drivers have got to get these mistakes. That's what we are learning. But well, we saw Checo Perez do that a few years ago, as I said earlier, and I keep saying. But um, <laughs> but would you think that's a penalty for the next race sort of situation, or just racing incident? Can we let please let a racing incident happen without a penalty? Just racing incident. But does it really matter? It's a saber. Yeah, that's true. That, um, that is that is the unfortunate truth there because he's going to finish. He's going to start around <laughs> that point anyway. He's pulled up to the uh, well. The, you drive to the start-finish line in the uh, Formula 1, not part Fermi, but they've got the old F1 logo. The state of those tyres as they've come back. That oh, is... Danny Ricciardo is in tears as he, he gets out of the car. He cannot believe it. He is so emotional. He has both yeah, hands over his eyes. He loves this more than... More, we don't, you know. I think there's a lot of emotion coming out. There's You've still got to earn it, though, haven't you? I mean, that's that's the thing. He's he definitely earned magic. it as well today. That, that, that's sorry. That's what Danny said at the start of the, yeah. end, the start of the weekend, and he's absolutely delivered on that. And wow, he's delivered. The thing is, Red Bull have delivered on that too, and that's what he needed. They didn't mess around with his tyres. He emerges from the car, stands on the halo, which is probably not what it was designed oh, yeah. for. I am looking forward to this, Shuey. This Shuey is going to be the best tasting Shuey he's ever drank. <laughs> Trademark Shuey. But yes, he's licked the stamp, he's sent it, he's delivered it, he's opened it again, he's done everything he needs to do today. He is the man. He was, do you think there would have been enough to make a pass? And for Danny Ricardo? Yeah. Well, this is the most boring. This must be the most boring race he's ever won. I think I don't think it was boring. Who controlled it from start to finish? This is the most boring race that Danny Ricciardo has ever won. I, I think and it was tense. I don't think it was boring. One of his best. So you know, it's except for China and all the others. But <laughs> the thunder is here in Birmingham. Win of his career now. I think it was six in China. So that's seven or yeah. maybe eight. Go on. <laughs> but still, you can hear a thunderstorm in the background. We're hearing the uh, app, uh, oh go to Monaco thunder. <laughs> too late now but yes we're here in uh, Hennessy's uh, in Digbeth in Birmingham it is amid a rainstorm we actually got a, a beer garden we were very lucky to be outside the back but so this the rain the did fall thing that they're doing now in Formula 1 is that they're interviewing them as soon as they come out of the cars oh, yeah. rather than on the podium yeah. and I don't think in uh, Azerbaijan it was particularly appreciated <laughs> well it's, 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 beer, it's for TV reasons we've moved the start time 10 minutes and we've done the interview straight away it's because we can just have a shorter uh, post and pre-race for, for countries that aren't as obsessed with Formula 1 as us. They just want to see the race, so quickly get some interviews in, and then we can cut off, probably at 4 o'clock, which I said is about two minutes' time. So, yes, uh, Vettel's being talked to first, because that makes sense. Do we think we lose uh, David Coulthard for the last few laps? Uh -huh. I mean, I didn't actually notice whether he did, but he... I don't know if he's got too far to go from his oh. commentary position. And so. that's because uh, that's why Christian Horner made a rare appearance on the uh, Channel 4 broadcast. Oh, yeah. he's, uh, he's standing yeah, in for David Goldbar for yeah. the last few laps. And now his wife is right there on the uh, podium ceremony taking selfies in the wrong aspect ratio. Yeah, uh, there she is, Mrs. Spice. Anyway, uh, Ricky is the one a we want to hear from. Yes, and uh, he is the one that's uh, still emotional. He's got it all out of his system, though. Stood on the halo like Superman. Basically doing a, a Superman nod, but he had his helmet on. I, I absolutely loved Mark Webber. And uh, but Danny Rick is—he's Danny. He's Mark Webber with a smile. It's—it's—it's it's, it's unbelievable. But as much as I don't mean to at all denigrate what in anything that Mark Webber did, the achievements of Danny Rick have been pretty amazing over the last se last few seasons. What Mark did, he did in what was a dominant car. Yeah. What Danny's doing over the last since 2014, I mean, he beat Sebastian Vettel in equal machinery, yeah. and since then he's been the one who gets the wins that nobody else does, sort of thing. And he's got to be one of the best drivers on the grid. If Red Bull aren't doing everything they can mm -hmm. 
I mean, I think Christian Horner can today add a couple of zeros onto the end of whatever contract offer they were going to give to him, and he will still be worth it because he is amazing. Yeah, that's true. And uh, well, it's not just all about Ricciardo, of course. We should. Uh, do you reckon Max Verstappen? Any of his doubters have been slightly put to bed by he didn't crash and he did a, a fantastic overtake and they didn't investigate it, thank goodness, because about the only one we saw. And he got all the way through to ninth, which from the back of the grid at Monaco is not uh, anything to be sniffed at. So, not a bad day for Red Bull, all told. Nobody's saying that Max Verstappen is a bad driver. And on his day, when he has an issue-free race, he can have a great performance. Yeah. We've saw, we saw him win last season. We saw him retire from winning positions last season. No one is questioning Max Verstappen's ability or quality. Yeah but they are questioning whether he can finish a race. And today he's finished a race. That's proving no, no one wrong. That's doing your job. Yeah. So Max has done his job today. He's got to do that again for the rest of the season before the, those doubters, those people who say, well, Max Verstappen's a bit dangerous. Yeah. He's got to do it consistently. I see. And this hasn't been an incident-free weekend for him, let's not forget. He yeah, missed qualifying. True. He's got ninth. What could it have been? Danny Ricks won. Yeah. Could that have been a one-two for Red Bull? Wow. He, he, was, he was looking on form himself through practice. He was obviously pushing it too far in the end, but it could have been a great qualifying battle between the two. And if Red Bull had more weapons to play with, maybe after Ricciardo had the problem, would they have just eased Max Verstappen? Or would they have let Verstappen... If Ricciardo was holding Max up, if he was second, would they have swapped them round? If no, Max was there. Uh, Sebastian Vettel would have run the race because Max would have taken out Danny and there we go. But that is something. Max maybe have lost the win there because if he, even if he got second, they may have swapped them because of security of, of Danny's engine. And maybe if he, if he stayed round at the end, they would have swapped them back. And it wouldn't be the first time this season that Max Verstappen has lost a win. Look yeah. at China when he was ahead of Danny. Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> it's just how it goes. It, it's F1. Anything can happen. And it didn't really today, but still... Um, yeah, not much else to talk about, really. What else is there to focus on? Through the field, uh, there's... Uh, yeah, Gasly having a good finish. Yeah, and uh, a diff- some alternate strategies out there, were, and some people pitted immediately because they hated the tyres. In fact, it would be actually good if we could... Uh, we're on adverts at the moment because <laughs> we're watching... Well, yeah. We're watching F1 coverage. It's not like it's the BBC days where you uh, didn't get any adverts. So let's have a look at see what the actual final standings were. Mm. Oh, it was a disgrace for Williams again. Obviously. I mean, there must have been... I, thought, I was making I mean, jokes actual, earlier on. Actual disgrace. Yeah. I was making jokes on the Twitter feed, like how much had Lance Stroll bribed the Williams pit crew to not put Sorokin's tyres on until after the four minute warning which he got a drive through for oh no he got a stop go penalty and then they worked on the car in the stop go penalty and got another penalty I mean what what is going on over there and, the, this isn't and then with, um, Stroll managed to damage his own race so it was a complete disaster for Williams this isn't to do with uh, inexperienced drivers this is rookie errors from the team it's absolutely it, it, it's it's astonishingly poor. Yeah. Um, so the final positions were, well, we know the top five, you know, it's going to be either Ferrari and Mercedes or Red Bull. But in sixth position was um, Esteban Ocon, which yeah. has a good knock from him. And especially yeah. for Force India, they'll be loving that. Mm. Being one place above the best of the rest position, which is seventh. <laughs> in the best of the rest position was Gasly. Yeah. So that's another good performance from him. Honda will be happy with that. But... It's not really a track where engine power matters, is it? So we had Hulkenberg finishing eighth, and of course Max Verstappen one place off Paul's position. (laughs) Definitely won today's Max Verstappen. I was going to look back through the replay of the Salva crash as well when Leclerc hit Hartley. Was, uh, was, uh, oh, I'm going to ruin it, my own joke. 
Who was it that was Ericsson involved? There we go. Whereas Ericsson sleep, secretly tapping the back of that salva in his salva to cause the accident. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, Grosjean was lapped, so I can only assume that was because he was being impeded by Ericsson for the full race, who yeah. wasn't lapped. And a bad news for Fernando, but he wished he'd gone to America because he was one of the few retirements, well, the only mechanical one I think we saw. Um, parked it neatly, so it didn't cause a safety car, but a safety car. But he was doing well in seventh, as usual. And fortunately, his first non-finish. First retirement of the season for Rafa Fernando, and he's had a great year um, in a poor McLaren. So, so straight to the negotiating table, picking up the phone, seeing what drives are going for him next year. I believe. What Will are he going for him though? Well, if you believe unless, the rumours, Ferrari. Ferrari run this five-team car that they're talking about next season. <laughs> five-team car. Five-car team. I don't know what what he's going to be, uh, where he's going to be. It's it's hard to see. It, it's becoming increasingly hard to see a competitive future for Fernando Alonso in Formula One, and I genuinely mean that. As a Fernando Alonso fan, I love Fernando Alonso. He's a great driver. He really is. Will what he get the, the triple crown? Though? That's the tri- that's the question. Well, that's one that can be answered over the next few decades, isn't it? You've got a long time to win that triple crown. I'd focus on that now. No offence, Fernando. You've had a great career, and I think you'll always go down as a Formula One legend. But it's time is, to focus on that. That's something else, isn't it? The problem is when you're Fernando Alonso and you're a Formula One driver, and then it's what I said to you off air. I say a lot of things off air, but Fernando <laughs> Alonso's win in Spa was part of a three-man team. Of course, everybody seems to forget that when Fernando Alonso wins a WEC race. <laughs> but the fact is. A lot of people saw that as nothing more than a post on social media of Fernando yeah. Alonso holding a bottle of champagne. Nobody was watching. I did about as well, well as we, no. I, I, That's not to denigrate from the people who did watch, yeah. because people did watch, but it's not got the audience that F1 has. Yeah. I mean, we know Fernando's a talented driver, and it's great to see the records stack up, but... I think Fernando wants to be where he needs to be seen as one of being one of the best. You can be one of the best, but yeah. if you're not being seen, you're going to be acknowledged as being that good. Yeah. So all in all, it wasn't a complete dirge. It wasn't a great, great greatest race of the season. It was somewhere in the middle. That's true. There was intrigue. Yeah. I've seen better Monaco's. I would say Max put on the pass of the race because I didn't see any others. Uh, the one pass of the race, yeah. yeah. Definitely overtake the race. Well done, Max. And yeah, drive up to eighth. You're going to give driver of the day to Ricciardo, I imagine. There are anyone else that stands out though? No, uh, no one else stands out because it. Met me. <laughs> I don't know. Well, uh, Lewis had a bit of an anonymous race, but for the championship, he followed Vettel home, so he probably will be looking forward to going to Canada, where his he can't. Well, I think can anyone beat Lewis at Canada? That's the question. Um, he's quite dominant. It depends there. on how the car is, because the car is such a diva. You yeah. never really know how it's going to go to each. Yeah. Each sort of track. So there is the possibility that well, anything could happen in Canada because it's Canada. I hope so. We had the best race of this decade in Canada. Yeah. Possibly the best race in Formula One <laughs> history in Canada. Let's so, keep an eye on the weather report then. Let's hope it rains again. So, so yeah. have a look because this is... Um, Don't look now. It's not going to do two weeks is, before the race. You never know. No, might give me an advance. I, like Formula One. I'm a Formula One fan. I check the weather a lot. I don't believe it rains until I see water hitting the track. And even then, it's not enough. It's not well, pouring down. Last week in Barcelona, it was 80%. Sorry, Catalonia. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, they get political hunt, on me. They will hunt me down. Um, it was 80% chance of rain. And where did that rain, what, what happened to that rain? It didn't happen, did it? Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think it is believe it when you see it. But uh, 
unlike I think what my one of my favourite bits of team radio from last season I can't remember which driver it was I think it was Danny Kavir mm-hmm. it's just like it's raining in the third sector well we're not seeing any on the monitor <laughs> yeah like the driver I'm here. on track <laughs> forget that you can't see rain on the monitor anyway maybe it actually means physically falling from the cloud to the monitor and bouncing <laughs> off but yeah well I don't know <laughs> you're undercover Oh, well, but yes, yeah, so it's been a great uh, afternoon here at uh, Hennessy's in Birmingham, and thanks to them for putting the race on. They've had uh, various other commitments, so uh, it's been great. We're now in the beer garden, as I said, yeah, and a giant any, screen. For anybody who attended Apre yeah. and not to sort of talk smack. You can if you want. I don't think it's there anymore. That's the yeah. sad thing. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's not as expensive. <laughs> bought two drinks for yeah. about five pounds, okay. so that's yeah. not bad. <laughs> and the screen is giant. I mean, I'm hoping to be... It's if, an if, amazing screen. When you sent me the message, because it took a long time to load on my screen because <laughs> I was using my data. That's how big the screen I, is. It took that I long. thought it was a tiny, tiny screen <laughs> that you were saying. That, that's why you were saying, oh, look at how big the screen is. But no, it's massive. Yes. So I believe I'll keep an ear out on social media at Formula Bobcast. Um, we should be doing the same for Canada, but of course the late night finish... Uh, may change things so we may look for another venue we're not sure and then of course we should be into the European season so it should be a lot of lunchtime racing though we will be fighting the World Cup is the problem so to get in pubs to I think there's only one real World Cup, World Cup clash I okay. think okay well we'll keep an eye on that as well but uh, especially yeah. if it's Canada and Canada kicks off late anyway so that's true but well, yeah, in two weeks' time. But uh, yeah, so that's been uh, the first return of the Formula Podcast. I hope you've enjoyed it. It's uh, not been a complete a scrub, as I say, because Monaco threw a bit of excitement. Uh, if you want to see more racing excitement at Monaco, watch the Formula 2 races because they were quite decent. We'll keep an eye out for Lando Norris watch in the future. Maldonado watch will have to keep on in the future as well, but I haven't seen those races yet. Of course, Formula E watch. Formula E, other, yes. Other, we're not just going to focus no. solely on Formula 1. Because we're in Birmingham. We are just going to meet on Formula One race. Yes, but it's probably because we're in Birmingham, we're sort of really excited about the potential of Formula E to be racing on our doorstep. Uh, so we'll be trying to focus on that as well. So it's a brave new future for the Formula Podcast, and I hope you go with us. So keep an eye out on social media. We might do another preview before the next one as well, uh, and who knows. So. Yes. So as the podium celebrations take place. I think it's time to say goodbye. Bye. Thank you for listening.